Welcome back to Across the States, the ALEC podcast focused on state policy and state solutions. I'm Dan Reynolds, your host. Today, I have a special guest who's calling in straight from Oklahoma between his busy day, Senator Michael Bergstrom, who we actually just selected working with FreedomWorks as the February 2020 ALEC FreedomWorks State Legislator of the Month. First of all, congratulations, Senator Bergstrom, and thank you so much for taking some time today to talk with all of our listeners. Thank you for uh, having me on, and, and I'm very honored to uh, receive that uh, nomination. I'm, you know, of course, ALEC is one of these uh, organizations that once I, uh, I've only been in the legislature for, this is my fourth year, and once I came in, I began to see the the value to Alec and and how our uh, goals seem to uh, align uh, for what's best for my constituents and for my state. And so I'm glad to be on the air with you. Thank you. Um, For our listeners who don't know, uh, Senator Bergstrom is also the chair of the Transportation and Infrastructure Subcommittee, which is within one of the Alec task forces, uh, the Commerce, Insurance, and Economic Development Task Force. So thank you, of course, for your your longstanding uh, work and support of ALEC ideas within that subcommittee. To get us started a little bit, uh, you had a really awesome story we were talking before we, we hit record here about automated vehicles and how you worked on automated vehicles in 2019, which is partially why we selected or why you were selected for um, the honor of the state legislator of the month. Talk to me about this bill. Where did you first learn of it? And then what does it do? Well, it would have been, uh, as I recall, back in 2018, I was at um, the ALEC conference and was uh, actually working on task force on um, some transportation legislation. And we had a uh, bill that was dealing with uh, automated vehicles and the technology and having a situation where, uh, for example, in the bill, it includes a preemption clause so that we couldn't have a hodgepodge of laws across the state, you know, where the state was able to set the regulations for uh, automated vehicles, we had definitions, all kinds of things. And, and I enjoyed working on the bill. And then I was able to run the bill uh, last year here in Oklahoma and the governor signed it. And so I followed that up with uh, working on uh, having interim studies, looking into um, new technology and transportation and looking into things even like the UAS drone technology. And so this year we're following up with some additional bills moving in that direction. That's really cool. And it really seems like a lot of what you are interested in working on and frankly have been successful working on are kind of the innovative policies, right? Things that allow for future new technologies to thrive and then also allow for individuals to thrive within that new market or that growing market. And the reason why I say that is because of things like occupational licensing, um, which I know is something that you work on a lot, trying to reform some of those licenses to make it easier for someone to get a job, make it easier for someone to make ends meet. How do you see those two ideas connecting? Well, I think that for as long as I've been in the legislature, one of the things that I've always tried to do is look for ways to be proactive rather than reactive. Sometimes we have to do things to fix problems after the fact, but 
I've always tried to say, I want to look ahead and see, okay, like, for example, you're talking about the automated vehicles or the drone technology and that. My view is I want to take and have us at the forefront of that. I want us to take and have the legislation in place, letting uh, the rest of the nation and business know that we're open for business and that we want to bring them here to Oklahoma and expand this in Oklahoma, that we are uh, uh, always looking to uh, be innovative and creative to to, uh, continue to make our state greater and greater for our citizens. Well, I think the same thing applies to licensing. You're trying to take and find ways to get rid of anything that's keeping someone from being able to do a job that they should be able to do. And you don't want to put regulations in place, new regulations in place. So like I have the um, bill that hopefully is going to be heard in committee in a couple of days where we're trying to have uh, uh, clarification about how these things are reviewed. And also if there is new regulation put in place, uh, that there's a sunrise clause that says, wait a minute, there also has to be a review of this. What's its impact going to be? So we're being proactive, make sure we're not doing something that's going to cause someone harm by putting a regulation in place or a license in place. So for our listeners at home, the bill that Senator Bergstrom is talking about is Oklahoma Senate Bill 1678. The Occupational License Review Act will link to some information in our show notes. If you want to learn a little bit more about that. But for our maybe less policy wonky listeners, maybe to the uh, someone who doesn't follow occupational licensing reform as a specialized purpose, they who if they do, they'd probably hear sunset clause or sunrise clause, and they their their ears uh, perk up and they go, "Oh, great! That's something that's really going to be beneficial for people." But I think a lot of people might not know what a sunset clause is, or even how, especially how. It works within um, reforming occupational licenses. Can you talk to our listeners a little bit about how that works? Well, if you put sunset dates onto, let's say you put a regulation or a license in place, and you say in three years or four years or however many years, that regulation goes away. That's what the sunset does. Oftentimes what you'll do is you include uh, uh, instructions and how it needs to be reviewed before that particular rule or license can be renewed. So let's say that there's a, a license for, let's say you have a, a hair braiding license and that um, exists at the current time, but there's a sunset that says in three years, unless you can justify the reason for requiring this much education and this whatever might be tied to it, that that licensure needs to go away because it's not necessary. That ensures that the different licenses will actually be reviewed. And hopefully as time progresses, you get rid of ones that are not necessary and keeping people from being able to do a job. Yeah, that's uh, a really great way to look at it. And I think it's important when we think about some of these regulations about um, not only what are they going to do, but what are perhaps some of the unintended consequences, right? Some of the chilling effects that you might not think right away and requiring a readdress or requiring a second look 
at some of these regulations every few years forces that question to be asked, right? Right. Is this beneficial? Is this having any unintended consequences that we've seen in the last year, last few years that maybe should worry us, um, which I find really important to do generally, um, but especially important to apply to our occupational licenses. So I really hope you get that hearing and I hope you uh, get the word out about this, this policy there. Well, uh, no, I will, I will have to admit last year uh, we did get some, we have gotten some sunset review in that in place already. The, the bill that I have expands upon that and also includes the sunrise review. So, well, Oklahoma has been moving in the right direction on this, and we've had some some other uh, in the others in the legislature have done fantastic work in this area, and I'm just trying to build upon the quality work that I've seen others doing as well. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, a lot of times these efforts aren't a snap your finger and solve the problem sort of thing. It's it's multiple years, it's multiple different approaches, it's multiple different pieces of policy that help move things past the benchmark. Senator Bergstrom, thank you for all of your hard work. Um, Is there anything else you'd like to talk about for our listeners while we have you here, or maybe for the state legislators, your fellow colleagues across the states, what would be a tip maybe you'd want to leave them? Well, I I think that uh, as far as a, a tip, I would maybe suggest that we always try to find the ways that make things easiest and best for our constituents. And and are going to help our, uh, you know, our communities and citizens be as successful and profitable, uh, and then be able to uh, avoid dealing with the state or with other entities as much as possible as far as regulation. So um, I, I enjoy what I'm doing, and I and I really do appreciate you having me on, and and uh, thank you very much. Of course. Thank you, Senator Bergstrom, uh, for all that you do in Oklahoma, for all that you do for ALEC, helping support state legislators, uh, your fellow colleagues across the states with continuing educational programs and also just as a shoulder to lean on when maybe they need to bounce some ideas off or learn about how something was addressed in another state. And once again, congratulations on being selected as the February ALEC FreedomWorks State Legislator of the Month. Um, Really love to be partnering with you and love to see all the work that you're doing in Oklahoma. And we love to help highlight all that you're doing. Um, With that, I'm Dan Reynolds, and I've been your host of the Alec Across the States podcast. If you would like to be featured on the podcast, do not hesitate to reach out to acrossthestates at alec.org. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Across the States, the leading state-focused policy podcast presented by the American Legislative Exchange Council, the premier free market organization of and for legislators. To learn more about our work or to make a tax-deductible donation, visit alec.org. Tell us what you think on Facebook and Twitter at Alec States. The views and opinions expressed on Across the States are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the American Legislative Exchange Council.